Hi all the listeners out there, we just quickly wanted to go ahead and put in a trigger warning. After our first break, we do dive into some deep topics about religion. So if you are triggered by that, we would definitely say skip this episode. But don't worry, we have plenty of content on our Awkwardly Intense podcast, which you can find on Spotify and Apple Music. So don't worry, click another episode. We support you. Uh, and hello, and welcome back to Awkwardly Intense. Hi, 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 hi. Yay. Welcome back to the actual Awkwardly Intense. Yes, it's getting shady up in here. We were t- we were turning into a Halloween podcast for a second there. Right, honestly. I said how lovely that the second episode we do had to be Halloween. It was someone's bright idea. I don't know who's to do a month-long Halloween binge. Yeah, I'm not pointing any fingers. I blame our PA. Yeah, honestly. Rebecca, she's been, since been fired. The directing team. But how have you been? How was your Halloween? As if I didn't spend it with you. Uh, right. Uh, Halloween was actually really fun. It was my first, like gay halloween i guess you could call it and it was actually like super duper fun it was i would definitely say it was a success i love how we just said like thank god it's not halloween we don't have to talk about about it yeah i I mean i want to recap i feel like we hyped up how good our halloween was gonna be i loved it it was so fun how did your costumes come out explain it to the kids came out came out came out fine um like friday night i did like some like so if people go ahead For the people who listen to our Dracula um, review, I mentioned how there's a lot of queens who have outfits that had to make it fit the theme. That was me (laughs) Friday night. I had an outfit and I had to make it fit. She said... (laughs) (laughs) So she had on like this kind of like faux latex gown type thing. It was, it's really pretty and it has like zippers and all that fun stuff. She said, I'm kind of like a vampire from the Matrix. (laughs) I said, girl... (laughs) This is a lot to take in right now. I said, just say that you're a vampire. Right, honestly. But yeah, Um, and then my clueless uh, outfit was, I loved it. Minus my fucking... I mean, you're clueless every other day of the year. May as well be on Halloween, am I right? Period, <laughs> how tonight? And minus my we... fucking platforms breaking on. Girl, Miss Girl, so she was Cher from Clueless, because she had the checkered outfit and stuff, and like a blonde wig. It was really cute. And she wore some thigh high, not some thigh highs, some mm-hmm. platforms. Yeah. And they were like, what, three inches? Yeah. Big, thick, big, thick, thick platforms. Thick. Towards the end of the night, I look at, I look at Zane and I'm like, I said, she got shorter. I said, she, she lost some, some height <laughs> too. I said, that, I don't know, that's weird. A, a little bit beyond her, I see this white block. Girl, I looked down, both both of the platform part of the shoes are gone. Literally. She was walking on just gravel. Yeah. Ground. Right. It, w- it was ridiculous. Uh-huh. And then Sunday... We well, did, no, the like... Friday night, you broke your shoes, too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I bro- I guess I'm the queen of breaking shoes now. I'm like, what was you doing? Girl, she was in Spain do- running with the bulls. Yeah, and then uh, Sunday night, I just did like some like cute like black um dress thing that I had on. She wore flats, thankfully. But, yeah, thankfully, girl, because the weekend put... Put me through it. But how is your so Halloween? So I, Friday night, I mean, I, I brought it up on the podcast where I was Jennifer Check. Mm-hmm. I had the white gown. It was, it came out so good. Not yeah. as many people got the references as I was bloody hoping. Bride. Yeah, someone was like, bloody bride, bloody bride. I said, bitch, if you don't, 
At least two people were like, Carrie, because it's a white gown that has blood yeah. on it. But the cultured people yeah. that knew it were like, uh, adored it. I saw another Jennifer check that mm-hmm. night. Yeah, you did. Who was, she was cute. Yeah, she was. She needed more blood though, definitely. Yeah. It was a chop for me, but she still, she was And, cute. well then, my friend Zoe, who we, we had on the podcast a few episodes back, did, we should have her back sometime. Yeah, we should. I miss her. <laughs> Um, but she did, she also did Jennifer Check, and she did the same outfit that the girl I met that night mm-hmm. wore, but she did, she it was that, so good. It was tens. It I would was give tens. Zoe tens, girl. Yeah, she ate. She the only thing good. I wish that me and her could have been together. That yeah, would have been so cute. That would have been over. And then the second night, so the first night I wore, like, exactly what she wore, basically. Yeah. The second night I did the Joker, but I basically did it all myself like i got a giant purple blazer a oversized uh shirt and i dyed both of them and i had like some fishnets on with some white tights and i think the best part of it though was the purse and the shoes yeah i got this yeah. little white purse and i wrote ha 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 all over it in like red paint and made it look messy right and then on my white shoes which were zanes that he gave me luckily I wrote ha 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 on it, and they're both like faux leather material, so it just tied it to yeah, it. Looked, it was everything. I had the green wig, Zane did my makeup, and it looked absolutely stunning. It was, oh, it was so good. I loved it. A lot of yeah. people came up to me and told me which they liked I it. And then, uh, actual, like, actual Halloween, I just, I was Chucky. Yeah. Which was actually came out really cute. Yeah, I really I liked, liked it. it. I think all three of my costumes were really cute. Right. I saw a lot of costumes that I really did like. Like, one of my favorites, like, obviously was um, Jack's Jennifer Check. And um, I really did That was like, your favorite of mine? Yeah. It was the Jennifer Check, yeah. Mm-hmm. And another one is a, a friend of ours, um, MC, Saturday Night. She snapped, girl. Yeah. She looked Mary good. Catherine, who was on the second episode that we had, uh, she she ended up doing the same thing she mentioned on that episode. She did mm-hmm. Cupid. Yeah. And uh, Maya Waller. Yeah. Not Maya um, Waller. Something like that. Mia Walter. Yeah. From Pulp Fiction. And the first one, it was, it was, it was really, really good, but it was, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say it was basic, because it was still really right. cute. Uh, but the second one, the cute one, she, yeah. don't, y'all don't tell her I said this cause I don't want to gasp her. She looked gorgeous. She was cute, yeah. she had on like red lingerie and some right. She looked really, really good. It was really good. I really did like it. Let's talk about something that you didn't like. Let's be messy. Messy? Girl, messy gay bitch. Halloween is such a hit. Oh. People either look, not to toot my own, how we looked, like really, really good and like creative and fun. Yeah. Or they wear, <laughs> or they wear a glow in the dark harness. Oop, tea. Um, they had a couple people. I was like, for me, when you pick a specific character, like, I'll pick out two characters. Um, Hella from, um... You saw someone dressed up as that? Hella, yes. You didn't like and it? And then, hold on. Okay. And then, so two characters, Hella and Maleficent, right? You see the vision. I don't like when people buy, like, one piece that's just magical, and then the rest of the outfit is so big. I saw... Two people, one person had the Maleficent horns, and it looked bit. it looked, I mean, Maleficent horns are Maleficent horns, but these looked, like, quality and looked really good, but the rest of the outfit was literally, like, some, like, store-bought wings. Very spirit and, Halloween. Yeah, and I was Yeah, like, I feel like at that point, you may as well go big. Right, and then I saw I feel like the, the horns could have been the cheaper part, honestly. Right. and then I saw someone with, you know, the whole Hella thing, and you, for the listeners, if you know who Hella is, her crown is like very like you know big and dramatic i'm like 
they had the whole crown and then was just wearing like a green bodysuit. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why would you go that big with one? Yeah, piece? you may as well just just go like, all out in, for bro. it. That's like, that's I don't know. That's like if you decided to go out in a green bodysuit, but do the detail with your haha purse and the shoes and be like, I'm Joker. I, like no, like bring the whole or just like a together. super basic Joker costume, like like the ones you, know, you get at Spirit. But I don't know what to do with my costumes now. Right, honestly, keep them. I'm keeping the keep wigs. Them. I'm keeping the wigs and the accessory from the Joker one because that Period. purse I can rewear. Yeah, I think my favorite costume I saw was this one person I know wore black jeans. Mm-hmm. He had on like a little crop top that was like chain or something. Okay, and then he had a hatchet in his hand. And that was the costume. Come now on. look, <laughs> now look. I'm not hating. Dress how you want, but it it was just so funny to me that he wore something he would always wear, yeah. and then just had a hatchet. Yeah. I think the reason I sometimes have a problem with people dressing sexy. If you want to dress sexy, that's fine. Go ahead, like dress how you want. Right. But only dressing sexy because you want to find dick. I'm like, baby, you do that every weekend. Yeah, like you can get dick. Any other day of the week. Girl, like, this is Halloween. Well, this one guy told me when I had on my a joke when he was like, oh my, he's like, I'm so obsessed with this. Like, you look so good. And I was like, thank you. He said, I wish I could have done something like this. I said, well, why didn't you? He said, well, he said, and don't take this wrong way. He's like, I don't think anyone would want to hook up with me if I was dressed like this. He said, so I kind of wore something that I could kind of take off in the club. And he had on like, I think it was like a caveman thing. And he literally just unhooked it. Right. And it was... And his shirt was off. Mind you, he had a great body. But I'm like, you can't just for that one night do something right, fun. Right, something fun. Like, don't worry about And if you do girl. just want to go, like, hardcore sexy, it's... Whenever you're going sexy and you're, you're barely wearing anything, it's about the accessories. Yeah. Like, last year when I did the wrestling thing, mm-hmm. I barely had anything on. But, like, the, the things I had on had good accessories and right. shit. So it made it look cute. Right. You know, so I'm like, yeah, I was like, I think that's... I don't know, it was sad, because I was like, I feel so pretty and so fun, like, you can't do that too? You can't right. just, like, feel really cute, like, you, you, why are you worried about, like, how guys are gonna look at yeah. you? Because I'm sure there were some guys that saw me and were like, why would he be fucking wearing clown makeup? I and, knew it was a clown fucking. Oh, but let me tell you, I should have told him right then and there, baby, it will not stop these men. At all. Because men were hitting on me hard, hard when I was Jennifer Check, and I had mm-hmm. on, like, the white dress and everything. But, girl, the men were after me when I was dressed as the Joker. And I'm like, I knew y'all were clown fuckers. And let me tell y'all, I was not a man. I was a female Joker. I was not the sexy Jared Jared Leto Joker. I was a crazy female Joker that I made up in my head. I knew y'all were clown fuckers. And and it'd be like that. Like, honestly, it's crazy, though. But overall, yes, it was a really good time. I enjoyed it. Halloween, we can close the chapter. Close that book. Until next year. Next year, though, when... Oh, we're snapping. Whenever we have a budget, I'm gonna um, cause the giant studio we rented out, um, we don't have a backdrop yet. <laughs> no, but I want to do visuals. I want to record in each yeah. uh each episode. Of work. We'll do like a different Halloween costume. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think fun. I think that would be cute. That's what I'm gonna cute. rewear the whole time right, this year. Honestly. But yes, Halloween is over. Now it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. Well, I want to have an episode about Thanksgiving. We'll get into that, but yeah. um. But yeah. For now, what's in the new? What's in the no? I know you said you had some topics you wanted yes. to discuss. Yes, uh, so you know, I'm more like into the like pop culture shit about like, you know, all of that good jazz and all that. So, um, Little Mix, as you know, like Jesse recently. Jesse. Yeah, she recently left Little Mix. Um, re- she recently left uh, Little Mix and, you know, she's doing her own little thing now. And 
um, the other day I was at uh, Crossing, which is a gay bar in uh, New Orleans, and they played Little Mix's new song with just the three of them. Oh. And, like, I was listening and I was watching and it was like, it's weird when you notice, like, a person in a music group leave and then you realize what they contributed to the group. And, like, I really wasn't living for the song. Like, without Jesse in it. What's it called? It's called, um... Hold on. You know, I'm not sure what it's called. But I was like, it just doesn't hit. Like, I don't know. It's, like, weird. And I know, like, there's a big, like, uh, controversy about how, like, the girls were, like, getting on her because she was, like, bigger and, you know. They, no, they weren't. They weren't? The group, no. That's not true. I took that back, Little Mix. <laughs> it's called Love. That's, yes. Sweet Love. Sweet Love. Um, no, the girls in the group adored her. They were all very good friends. It was, it was the fans. It was people in general oh, okay, okay, that yeah. were like attacking her about her weight. And I remember, I'm I, I'll like watch their music videos, and I always thought she she was my favorite yeah, just same. because like I don't know about any of them individually, but mm-hmm. I just liked her energy, mm-hmm. and I liked um she she was very ferocious, and I liked that. Right. And I remember I would watch these music videos, and I was like, it's such a shame that this beautiful young woman is is made to feel as horrible as she yeah. is because she's not she's not huge right she's not like some unhealthy weight right she's her body is like she has a normal right. female body right i mean no I, I take i mean she has like curves she has a beautiful body but i mean like she's at like a normal weight for right. her height she's not i mean she is bigger than the other girls but the other girls are very very tiny yeah but, like, I'm, like, who just saw this woman and wanted to make her feel so horrible? Like, it yeah. was so bad that she didn't want to follow her dreams anymore and right. be in this group. Yeah, it was very, um, you know, sad to, like, see that happen to her. Um, so that's something. Another. Well, thing. no, back up. Wait, what? Speaking of her, we should, should we talk about the black fishing with her? Oh, yeah. Or do you even feel any way about that? Oh, yeah. I mean. I thought that's what you were going to bring up. No, but that's, like, a good thing. So she recently uh, has been under fire because people are accusing her of blackfishing. Yeah, and which... I don't know these things because I don't have Twitter, and apparently right. that's where most of these discussions yeah. go on. Girl, and Twitter goes crazy. And so, like, they're, like, attacking her for blackfishing and all this, that, and the other. What do and, you think? Well, I personally think that, like, if you're respecting a culture and not doing it in a demeaning way, then do what you need to do. Well, what was she doing? Well, her hair is curly, which, mind you, for the listeners, um, I know it might be a shocker, but white people can have curly hair, mind yes, you, naturally. My roommate. Um, exactly. So curly hair isn't just for one specific race. Secondly, her skin. They say that she tans too much and she deepens her skin. And how that's like, you know, this... Thing that is only for you know black people like you're trying to deepen your skin so you look more black and this that and the other now I want to this is a topic that I mean in the future that I would definitely like dive into more but I just want to say this really quick um that I am one person out of millions of other black people and there's going to be other black people that don't agree with me and there's going to be black people that agree with me but I personally have no problem with what she's doing and how other 
specific white women do what they do when it comes to black fishing solely based on the fact that it's not in a demeaning way and for all the barbs out there Nicki Minaj went on live and she even said the same thing she said that if this girl wants to do all of this let her do it specifically if it's not in a demeaning way and then Nicki went on to say that's like why do black women go and get their hair straightened when their hair isn't naturally straight? So they're trying to be white. And Nikki was like, so the roles could be reversed. So why are we attacking this person or these group of people just because of that? And I'm like... I think it's a touchy subject. And I do think... I, I can see how in some instances it is a double standard. When it comes to the hair thing, I think a lot of that has to do with trauma that a lot of black women have had to face for having their hair that way right so I, I definitely see where that frustration comes from because i know of a lot of black women personally that have felt certain ways because their hair is a traditional black hairstyle so i do kind of see that and i mean if their hair is straightened they probably won't catch much flack so i i do kind of see that to some degree However, like I said, it is a touchy subject, and yeah. we can dedicate an episode to, yeah. like, cultural appropriation right. yeah, and whatnot. Sure. But, yeah, I just wanted to get that out the way, because that's, that's where I stand when it comes to all of that good jazz, which is actually a perfect segue. For race? For race, because <laughs> um, my next topic that I wanted to talk about um, is We're Here, which is, um, you know, if for the listeners who don't know, We're Here is a show on HBO Max. Starring Shangela, Bob, and Eureka, which are three famous drag queens from the hit TV show RuPaul's Drag Race. And they travel um, across the United States to different towns and they make over people who just need, you know, like a boost of confidence or to like find themselves and just make them feel really great. Put them in drag, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, And this recent episode, they went to um, Selma, Alabama. Are you familiar with Selma? Mm -hmm. Um, so for the listeners, Selma, Alabama is a very specifically black historical place. Um, it's where the Bloody Sunday took place, which is, um, one of Martin Luther King's biggest marches he ever did. Um, yeah, y'all go watch the movie Selma. Very good, very good film. Um, and for anybody listening, go watch that episode. Like if you don't want to watch like the full season of We're Here, watch this episode of Selma because... It, like, it hit me because, like, Bob went and sat down with actual women who marched over that bridge that day and talked about, you know, obviously, um, you know, police brutality and everything that happened to them. And it was just very emotional and very eye-opening. And it was very, like, captivating. And they had this beautiful um, black trans woman named uh, Akila, I want to say. And um, just to see her growth throughout the episode was just beautiful and amazing like that episode really did it for me and like I got emotional after watching it because I was like oh my gosh like I don't know a lot about you know what happened in you know Selma and in all these uh predominantly black places and it just makes me want to learn more about like you know my is ancestors. Selma predominantly black yes it, it's 80 percent black oh, wow. right but it's an old town like it still looks like how it did in uh, the 60s. Like, exactly. So, like, it's kind of frozen in time, basically. Oh. Right. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... Yeah, so... Any hot topics for you? Well, since we're talking about race, 
Um, did you hear about what Colin uh, Kirkpatrick said? No, who's that? No, sorry. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, what, what, what? Do you know who Colin Kaepernick yes, is? Yes, he's the one that kneeled in the NFL game. So, when speaking about the NFL draft, he compared it to slavery. Oh. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. So, he said that, like, whenever they're drafting you, um, he said the process is very demeaning. He didn't go into full detail, and there is, like, um, there's a new Netflix movie, or a series, I believe, coming out about, like, his life, and a lot of it deals with race and him growing up, and I'm not a big NFL fan, so I probably won't yeah. watch it, but who knows? It might be good. But uh, a lot of people are upset because while some people are trying not to take away from how he feels about that, because he just says, like, the way they kind of look at you and they size you up and they kind of test you for mm-hmm. things to make sure that, like, you're good enough to go on this team or this yeah. team. And they he, he compared it to slavery, like slave auctions. And a lot of people are like, it it's just not the same. And a lot of people think that it's, it's just an... It, it was in very bad taste because people are like, yeah. I get that you feel this way, but you're an NFL football player. Like, you're not, like, whenever you were a slave, you you weren't a person. Yeah. Obviously, you were a person, but you were not regarded as a person. Right. You were not treated, you were quite literally treated as a piece of property. Literally. And a lot of people are saying, while, yes, you're being traded off, you're an asset. You're still considered a human being, yeah. though. So it's like he, he landed himself in some hot water yeah, with that. A and a bit. lot of people are upset because they, they just don't think that's a, a that's a respectful way Great. for people that survived that situation yeah. to kind of water it down to that. Yeah, you know? I would definitely would agree. But I don't know, how, do, how do you feel about that? I what, mean, what, I think it's very odd and kind of like out of place for someone to just compare how slave auctions went to the NFL drafting thing. Cause like, I mean, if that's the case, then you can compare that to modeling. People go into modeling and people are like, you have to be a specific height, specific weight, look like this, look like that. And if you don't look like that, then you're out. But if you are, then you're in, but like, you're not seen as property or seen as not a person, which maybe beyond that, maybe actually being in the NFL, you are treated like you're not a person because you know you have to work x amount of days this that, and the other but it doesn't really make a lot of sense because you're like nfl players girl like they, they, make, coin. they make coin so it's i like, mean he made 45 million dollars last right, year like i'm like, kind of like trying we, to find it find the comparison but i can't and it's like i don't like to get on that board of like hearing people complain like Gigi hadid just had that thing where she was talking about growing up she's like yeah she's like i didn't have a lot of designer things growing up she said i think i got my first pair of louboutins once i graduated high school mm-hmm. and people are jumping on her because they're like oh bitch there are people that da, 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 da. and i'm like i don't think she's talking about a struggle yeah and i don't like that bandwagon of like celebrities can't complain you know? Wow. Yes. So it's like, I'm not trying to diminish whatever he means. Cause I'm sure that there is a part of it that feels like a bit disrespected because y- you are viewed as a product to most yeah. of those people in right. the NFL. You are, you're something that they, they're, they're going to make money off right. of, but it's like, you're still given basic human rights. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what people had to go through during slave auctions. Yeah. Like I can't like just thinking about it makes me like it, just 
it, it freaks me out to even think what those people had to go through. So it's like, I, I can imagine why that upset a lot of people. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So girl, hot water, he did find himself in. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to go on a little break. And, and we're going to we... talk about some hot water that I found myself in. Yeah, And girl. get into today's topic. <laughs> right. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Bye. And we're back. Did you miss us? Because we missed you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Oh, wait. I forgot to say something. What? <laughs> a little thing uh, before we get into our topic. Um, completely not a good segue, but uh, I was recently listening to A Positions by Ariana Grande, the uh, whole album. Yeah. Girl, Nasty. The song Nasty. What about it? Makes me like... Girl, you're late. That album came out last year. I know, I, but I don't listen to her like that. But nasty, like I want to like. Uh, I want to get nasty. We'll tag she her. She literally says, "Um, like this pussy designed for you." Yeah. That, like I'm like, uh. girl, you wanted to stop my gorgeous segues to talk about that. Anyway, speaking of nasty things, so. So I'm not going to get into why I was there. I definitely want to discuss it on an episode. But, uh, so I found myself in a church over the weekend in between the Halloween shenanigans. And, um, it sucked. <laughs> so today's topic is religion. Religion. We'll, we'll put a trigger warning in the beginning for anyone who that, either they're very religious and it might offend them, or if talking about religion makes them uncomfortable. Trigger warning, trigger warning right now. Well, we'll put it in the very beginning. Um, but yeah, I, I realized, like, when I was in there, I, I felt shaky. I felt lightheaded. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I'm like, oh shit, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. Because this wasn't just any church. This was the church that I grew up in because I went to screams should have saved that for the halloween episode damn i grew up in a catholic school and being back in the church that i grew up in freaked me the fuck out and i it just like all these things came rushing back to me of the shit i went through being in there so i was like i think this would be an interesting topic to get back to to open up the awkwardly intense gates yeah is religion so, you didn't go to public school. Yeah, I went to public school. No, you didn't go to private school. No. Did I say public or private? Public. I said public school. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant I went to private school. Right. So, I grew up going to private school, and I'll inform you of how absolutely horrible it is. The be- One of the best things that ever happened to me was going to public school in high school. Right. But growing up, I went to a private school, and I can distinctly remember in, like, first grade like in religion classes learning about going to hell if you're gay Jesus. and in this specific church i would learn about yeah. like going to hell if you were gay and they they wouldn't dice it they wouldn't be like subliminal yeah they wouldn't say those exact words but they would they would mention it as a sin that sin that was damned 
Right. Like, if you were gay, you were going to hell. And it's, like, feeling that way again. I was like, holy shit. And it... I was like, this is fucked up. I haven't been to church in a very long time. And I am spiritual, and I do... I I have beliefs of higher powers, and in my own way, I kind of work through if I believe in God or not, and and stuff like that. But it's like, Christianity, I do not condone, I do not believe... I I realize how cult-like it is. Yeah. And I was like... this is off. Yeah. Like you ha- you say specific things after certain things and you all do the same thing. And oh my god. I yeah. I and I I remember like in my 8th grade class, like I'm in 8th grade, we're talking about how we're at the age, well we were learning about sex ed in science class and mm-hmm. our religion teacher was basically telling us like so we know that y'all are learning about sex ed and this and that and like well that's how it is supposed to be. Like that just shows you that that's how it's supposed to be. Because that's how life is created. And they start talking about, like, basically, if you're not a man that's attracted to a woman or a woman attracted to a man, you're, like, hurting the population. Because, like, how are we going to make new people? You're hurting God because that's not how he made us to be. Because they basically said that, like, if, if it were okay for a man to be with a man, then men could get pregnant and could repopulate the planet. Yeah, okay. Well. Hello? And th- this part still sticks with me to this day. They asked our entire class, if you are having any of these, like, um, intrusive thoughts about, you know, same-sex uh, couples or same-sex relations, they're like, raise your hand, or if you want to write it down on a piece of paper or talk to us after class, like, we can get you oh, set up with no. a counselor. Not this. Hello? Not offering 13-year-olds fucking conversion therapy. Yeah. And it's like in that moment, I I felt like the entire class was looking at me. And uh, looking back, I don't think anyone was. But I can remember just feeling like everyone was looking at me. Yeah. What did y'all expect me to do? You just said that I'm going to go to hell. That I'm damning the earth. That I'm damning, like, uh, God. And that I'm... I'm, I'm just absolutely curse. Now you want me to raise my hand in front of this classroom full of people and tell you that I'm gay? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, girl. What? And I mean that wasn't just an kid. That was every single year. Yeah. We go to church on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays, I think, and I'd have to hear that stuff. Jeez. Can you imagine? No, I couldn't. It was absolutely horrible so it's like being back in that specific church i was like oh my god i did not realize how miserable i was growing up because of these people right yeah that's like wild so really yeah religion has definitely affected me in in a horrifically negative way yeah i mean i can't fully relate because um i grew up very um like atheist like my mom was very much like she told me at a very young age she she's um I want to say Christian, I think. She doesn't, like, go to church and all that, but, like, she does believe in God and all that good jazz. But, uh, you know my mom. Uh, and, like, she's just, like, I don't want to, like, force my beliefs and my religion onto you. Like, I want you to go into life and, like, find, like, what you believe in, which I really do appreciate. Um, and, like, yeah, I, at a young age, I looked at, um, be specifically uh, Catholic and Christians very cult-like like one of the things that like I always thought was so weird um was like 
we get into a room. You go into a room with a bunch of other people. You, like, sing Bible verses, this, that, and the other. And then they're like, okay, now um, here's uh, the body of Christ and um, his blood, which is, like, wine and crackers. But it's talking about, like, this is the blood. These people are telling you to drink the blood of Christ and the bo- and like eat the like not the body of Christ and it and I'm just like is no one seeing the the like problem it's here? a form of brainwashing it is and I'm mind like, you I'm not judging anyone that follows a Christian belief and that actually you know I kind of am if you follow it wholeheartedly and you, you believe in the Bible the Bible is fucked up Girl, like, it is. these people that pick and choose from the Bible things that they want, like it says in the Bible that gay people go to hell. If we're going off of the Bible, it also says that a woman shall not raise her tongue to a man unless lest she be beaten. Period. A woman cannot raise her tongue to a man lest she be beaten. It says, uh, thou, thou that shall lay hands on dead pig skin shall be damned to eternal damnation. I, that wasn't exactly right, but it's basically saying, like, pig skin. Yeah. Footballs are made of pig skin. Right. Beef jerk, not beef jerky, that's not pig skin. But pig skin has a lot of depth in the Bible for some reason. That one story of God literally telling uh, Abraham, I think his name was, kill your son. Yeah. And he was like, going to do it. And God was like, JK, though. <laughs> Hello? He's like, I just wanted to see if you was about it, if you was real. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. It gets crazy, girl. And I'm just like, I don't understand how, you know. My thing is, like, do people not realize... The effect that this has on youth and on people in yeah, general. Liter- yeah. There are literally zero cases of someone being born gay and fi- and finding Jesus and no longer being gay. Yeah. It's, it's quite literally impossible to just right. not be gay anymore. And my argument with people like that is, mind you, it never works. If someone wholeheartedly believes in this and they, they're trying to help you, quote unquote, it, nothing you say will change their mind. I've learned that. But my argument always is, it says in the Bible, quote unquote, that God put us on this earth for love and to further his kingdom. But most probably love. Like, that's what it's all right. about. It's all about love. And then people's argument for, well, how are people born gay? Most of them say that they choose it. Which, okay. Right. Sure, why not? Let I mean, me choose a hard lifestyle to live through. You know what I tell people from now on? If they're like gay, being gay towards them, like, yeah, it is. Or, 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 oh. I, or I say if someone's like being gay is a choice, I'm like, so you're saying you could be gay if you really wanted to. Right. You're just choosing not to. Right. Sis, you have some unpacking you might want to do there, cocksucker. <laughs> I knew you was a cocksucker. I knew you was a cocksucker, <laughs> faggot. <laughs> now we're not going to get sponsors. No, but, um, what was this? Yeah, it says that God put us on this earth for love and to love one another. And a lot of Christians say, well, if someone's born gay, that's the, the cross they must bear. They, they That's the temptation that they were born with that they just, they must not follow. Right. And I'm like, so you're telling me God put us on this earth to love and for love and to find love. But then he put a gay person on earth with a temptation of love, but they can't follow it. Yeah. That'll make no sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense, love. And then they're like, I bet that, I bet, I bet, I bet. yeah. Right. Like, I remember one time I went um, to, I was very young. I was on my uh, black side of my family. And I went to a church with my cousins. And um, we, uh, I forget what religion it was. Uh, probably Christian or Catholic, honestly, because those are the two biggest uh, religions. 
Um, and my like cousin caught the Holy Ghost and like was like, you know, shaking and like freaking out and all that good stuff. And I was just like, what is like happening? Like apparently like everybody in the room was supposed to get the Holy Ghost and like, you know, do this thing. And I'm just looking at everyone like, are they okay? Like, like, I don't understand like what, what, what is what? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand being a sane person and feeling like it's okay to put that burden on someone else. Yeah. You know, and I'm specifically talking about my experience being a gay male, Mm -hmm. of putting that experience on if you choose to love the people that you love, Mm -hmm. you you are going to have eternal, not just like a few bad days in hell, eternal, nonstop suffering. Yeah. It, it boggles my mind that there are people that allow themselves to project that image and that belief onto other people, especially in a school. Yeah. Are you, excuse me? <laughs> are you insane? Yeah. You have no idea how badly I want to go back to that school and let, and, and let my religion teachers know just how much they fucked me up as a child. Yeah, right. And that school in general. A part of me wants to, up, up, like, I literally felt so strongly about it over the weekend, and I still do, that I'm like, I want to start a an organization that stops this. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it, it absolutely baffles me that people can put children through that and project that onto other children. Right. Like, that's one of, one of the things that, and mind you, I don't, I don't like school in general. I think the school system is very fucked up and not a good thing. But one of the things I do like about specifically public school is how they handle religion because, like, it's one of those things where you're not so like teachers aren't really supposed to talk about religion um, and stuff like that. They're not supposed to impose their beliefs. Exactly, because it's like it's one of those things where what one to me it's like what's the point of like trying to force a religion onto people? Well, not only private schools in general, just it, it, it like. Private schools are so whitewashed. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. That can be included in this whole episode. Just me going back to where I went to private school, it is disgusting how whitewashed it is. I remember we had, I had one black teacher the entire time. Mm-hmm. Her name was Miss Camille. And for Black History Month, she went against the curricular and wanted to teach us a lot about black history. Yeah, she should. And sure, why not? I don't, I don't. Me, I was, I was never, although this town I grew up in was horrifically racist, I never felt that way. Yeah. Of course, I was ignorant towards a lot of things, which mm-hmm. I've since very lucky that I've grown out of. But to me, I was like, sure, let's, let's do it. Right. Okay. And we watched videos on Harriet Tubman and Martin Luther King and a lot of black culture and history. And she got in trouble. Yeah. She got in trouble did. for it. Yeah. And I remember we had a teacher one time try to teach us about what actually happened for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And she almost got fired. Yeah. It's like the the private school system in these deeply conservative states are so, they brainwash children. Literally. And I'm so happy that my mother sent me to a public school by the time I was in high school because I learned and grew so much as a human being. People can sit there and say what they want, say that uh, public schools are ghetto and that they're unsafe, and that your child will not get a proper education. At the end of the day, 
fuck it. That even if the, all that were true, that sounds a whole lot better than my child being brainwashed right. and being brought up to be a specific way right. than to go to private schools. Right. Like, yeah, they have a there's a big like stigma, like stemming off a of religion just a slight bit, like going to public and private school, like that whole thing. Like I know my middle school, which was Lafayette Middle, predominantly black middle school literally won an award for like the highest like um test scores and that was out of the schools in lafayette which ascension is a private school in lafayette and i believe there's another uh, private school in lafayette stm stm and lafayette middle had the highest test scores and i'm like i don't understand this thing of how of i don't know where the idea of that if you go to a private school you get a better education where when there's like amazing teachers and amazing you know overall people in public schools that can give you and you know the reason weird the reason it can be easier to get a better education at a private school i will say is because private schools are more funded because it costs an arm a leg and your left nut to go to a private school yeah while public schools are funded by the state and are in louisiana specifically horrifically and disgustingly underfunded. Yeah. That's where a lot of it does come from. And you have access... Like, when I went to private school, I could go to the library, I could go to a computer, and I could do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And in public schools, that's especially a lot of these public schools in Louisiana, that's very, very hard to do. Yeah. Which is just a reflection on the school system being fucked up. Yeah. So, you can have access to a lot more, I will say, in private schools. But at the same time... But at the... And at the same time, like, in general, you can give somebody everything that they need to accomplish something. And it all depends on that person if they take what you're giving them in order to complete what they need to uh, Mm -hmm. do. So, like, regardless if you have, you know, all this, like, you know, computer access and library access and all that stuff, it depends on the person itself if they actually want to put that effort into it. And honestly, these private schools are bubbles. Yeah. When you go to a private school that is a specific religion, it is a bubble. And when you have to face the real world, it's going to shock the shit out of you. So it's like the lessons I learned at a private school and especially not being told I'm going to hell every fucking day molded me into the person that I'm very proud of being today. Right. And so circling back to religion if i was forced to do that for another four years i genuinely don't know if i would have if i would still be here yeah i think about that sometimes if i was forced to go to private school for four more years i don't know if i would have made it out right because religion has that much of a negative impact on me because i'm a gay male it's crazy how much religion can like mess with people honestly and like mind fuck a lot of people I mean, you see it in the streets here in the French Quarter and down Bourbon Street. They have those people, especially during Pride and during Decadence. There are people that stack up. Not Well, there's not that many, but there's groups of people that stack up and preach hate and yeah. preach that people are going to hell and they right. judge this person that walks by and this person that walks by. And I tried once to have a discussion with them. And they, when people get to that point where they will openly spew their hate and they can say that it's love and they can say that... But it, it's 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 hate. That's yeah. all it is. It's just straight, vile, disgusting hate. Once someone gets to that point, there's n- there's nothing you can do for yeah, them. Yeah, very true. This Their is whole true. thing is they want to save you 
Yeah. When in reality, they need to be saved. They need to see honestly. the world as it is. Honestly. And honestly, most of those people feel that strong about it because they're wrestling with some... Oh, yeah. With some gay oh, yeah. tendencies. They, they need some unpacking to do. Yeah, they want to suck Regar- a dick. Regar- That's what it is. <laughs> they want to Regar- get pounded what? by Ooh. Jason from Ooh. the gym that doesn't Ooh. wear underwear. Ooh. That's what they want. Ooh. Like, regardless if it isn't even, like, you know, a gay thing, even though mostly, like, that's, like, the big thing with religion is, like, being gay. Like, even if it's not gay, it's, like, all these other things. It's, like... It's slut-shaming. Yeah. It's misogyny. Yeah. It's, uh, it's this intense, intense guilt-tripping. Right. It's a quite literal holier-than-thou complex. Right. It's, like, girl, I know the shit. Like, you're talking about me and all the shit that's wrong with me. When, baby, I know you got you got a couple skeletons in your closet, bitch. Period. A lot, a lot of them. And it's so not it's everyone. Like, it's not everyone that follows a religious no, path. No, not at all. But I will say, if I find out that you're very Christian, I'm going to be very hesitant towards you. Oh, of course. Because a lot of people that I've met that are Christian are like, no, I still love you. I still love gay people. But, but they hold reservations about yeah. their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that. Like, that's one of the, like the big things in, like, the black side of my family. Like, I know one day, like, I'm... Not that I have to, but I know one day I'm gonna choose to, like, go and, like, see them or whatever like that. And they're, like, very religious and all that good jazz. And it's, like, how am I gonna, um, approach that? Like, how am I gonna, you know, X, Y, and Z? And it's just, like, it's a girl. I will say, I... When I went... I haven't seen, uh, it was my father's side of the family. I haven't seen a lot of them in a very long time. A lot of them were very welcoming to me and I looked really good and I, I look happier and stuff. And I think that resonated with a lot of them and a lot of them showed me a lot of respect and were very sweet and kind and it was good to see them. However, there were some that are very deeply religious. Like I have one family member who is becoming a priest. And when I tell you, he would not even look at me. He, I, I genuinely think he could not stand the sight of me. Right. And I had on full acrylic nails too, and I, I wanted yeah. to shake his hand so badly, right. just to see if it would burn me a little bit. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. But going back to if you are religious, this isn't everyone because my mom is religious to some degree. Obviously, she does not hate gay people. Right. She does not hate. She does not do this. She, she doesn't follow that. But it's the people that follow that hard lifestyle of it. That you make me nervous, baby. Yeah. Because I've seen the hate that y'all spew and I've seen the way you've made people feel. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so happy nowadays. There's so many, not so many, there there needs to be more. And I think within time there will be, but there's a lot of positive gay role models. Yes. Like, like Jojo Siwa, to be honest, I listened to a very short interview with her today and I'm like, I, people, there's a lot of people that clown her, especially in the gay community, and I'm like, do y'all want us to fucking succeed or not? Oh, it's because Uh, she's a lesbian. Right. And I forget, uh, gay men don't like lesbians, apparently. But seeing her talk, she was on the Ellen show, and and say what you want, Ellen DeGeneres is a good gay role model, say what you want, she's one of them. Uh, Lil Nas X, there's so many more. Yeah. There's a lot of very great gay icons, and JoJo Siwa being a pinnacle of one, because I'm sure... When I was younger, I'd have been a fan of hers. And to see a gay woman whose audience is so young come out and be proud of it and just have this message of... And y'all can say she acts like a child like that. She has a brand and it works for her. That bitch is richer than any of us. Right. 
And if I would have seen someone like her growing up, even in this horrifically homophobic religious environment, it would have made the a world of difference yeah. to me. There were no gay role no. models that I could look up no. to, you know? Right. And so it's like seeing someone like her who there are so many children that are in the same trap that I was in, these horrific private schools that are spewing these hate messages. If I To see someone like her be so happy, so successful, yeah, so put together and have just a message of love and be gay, I, I know that that means the world to them. Yeah, and it does. Like, when that happened, I lived for it. Because, like, it was one of those things where, like, I feed off of, like, chaotic energy, but, like, good chaotic energy. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she came out, I was like, I know there are so many conservative parents right now that are pissed, pissed off, her, fuck off pissed off at her for, like, coming out, and their childs love her and adore her. And I'm like, this is exactly what needs to happen. And like, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to tell your child, oh, you can't watch her because she's gay? Right. And then it's going to build resentment with your child, and then you and your child are going to grow apart, and y'all going to X, Y, and Z. And, and you want to know what it is? Not a good look. Those parents are the ones that are like, they can't, it's because they're, they're forcing this gay message and they're putting it in our face and they're putting it down our throats. Ask someone like me who quite literally had that shoved into my yeah, face. This, right. And I'm going to call it this because we need to start addressing what is the heterosexual agenda. Period. Which is partly a joke, but kind of serious. It's the same parents that aren't going to let their children watch Jojo Siwa because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, she's uh, forcing it down children's throat that they have to be gay and this whole gay message that when you're quite literally, you don't even know what, what your child is and you're quite literally forcing it down their throat that they have to be straight. Because I know two children specifically. Uh, me and my friend used to babysit them and those children fucking adored me. Mm-hmm. And I adored them. They were the sweetest little kids and we'd go and babysit them and... We would play games and they would do their homework and we would have so much fun. And one day I wasn't allowed to see them anymore. Ooh. And it's because the hus the husband, uh, their father, straight up told his wife and told my friend that he didn't want me around because he didn't want his children growing up thinking that it was okay to be gay. Yeah. yeah. And they were huge JoJo Siwa fans because my friend took them to a JoJo Siwa concert because their daughter just the JoJo Siwa paraphernalia littered around right. her room. And so it's like for JoJo Siwa to come out and be gay, that gives me hope that that little girl won't have to have that mindset. Right. And that like literally reminds me of like uh, a very similar thing that my dad did. I uh, called my uh, two brothers and I was like, hey, do y'all want to hang out tonight? And they're like, yeah, sure. Like we don't mind like hanging out. So I called their mom and asked their mom, hey, is it okay if I come pick them up and we hang out? And uh, their mom was like, yeah, sure. And their mom and my dad weren't together at the time. So she was the parent over the my two brothers at the time. So I called her. She said yes. Went go pick them up. Came back. Me and my brothers had a good time. Brought them back home. The next day I got a call from my dad. And he's like, um, don't ever like, uh, don't ever hang out with your brothers without me around. X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't want your brothers uh, hanging around uh, your gay friends and all this other stuff. And like turning uh, my son's gay and all that. And I'm just like, what kind of sense does that make? So now you're telling me that I can't hang out with two people that both accept me for who I am when you don't accept me for who I am. And I can't be around them because you're because you're afraid. Because baby, you baby, you have some unpacking that you need to do because people have this weird fetish thinking that gay people are just these creepy pervs that are going to like 
just molest their children. I don't even feel comfortable saying that, but yeah. that they that's what a lot of them think. And yes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like um like every time I every time I tell that story I get so disgusted because like I never understand like going back to what you were saying about religion, how, you know, the soul not the soul base, but majority of the Bible is like finding like love and just having love. It's like my two brothers love me and adore me. And this person of power, quote unquote, is telling me I can't be around two people that love me because he's uncomfortable with who I am. Baby, that don't make no sense. Make it make sense. It's just like people that grow up in that environment, I don't see how if that's what's been drilled into your head and that's what's been implemented. A part of me can understand that. But then another part of me is like, once you have children or you have someone that's so close to you, if you can't break that, break away from that and choose to love the person right yeah. in front of you, that means that's supposed to mean so much to you. You're just on another level. Yeah. You, there's, that's where we're, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The brainwashing that religion is brain. Religion has brainwashed you to the point that you can't even fully love your own child. Right. Girl has, I'm sure this has happened to you. Ha, has this happened where, uh, you had a, um, a family member. Yes. Be- Before you finish. Yes. I've had plenty of family members that used to adore me that will not even look at me anymore because I'm gay. Not well. Also that. Yes. But, uh, this one, they, um, they tell you, Oh, like, you know, I love you and this, that, and the other for but who they you don't... are. But baby, the actions, mama, the actions don't add up. If you're telling me, oh, you love me, you accept me for accept me for who you are, this, that, and the other, but what you're showing isn't that, you don't love me. You don't love me. <laughs> you don't love me. You don't oh, love me. I was, like, a, a perfect example of being able to break that stigma was... My grandmother, we used to cook together all the time, and she told me, this is when I was a, not a child, I was maybe 12 or so, I used to cook with her because I didn't want to play outside with the stinky boys all the time, and she told me, she said, now Jack, the way you keep a wife around, and she stopped what she was doing, and she looked at me, she said, or a husband, and like or- kind of put her hands up, like, oh, and she said, she said, you cook this for him. It's something along the way. But I just distinctly remember hearing that. This is a woman that grew up in a very religious household. Right. She went to church every Sunday. She was taught and preached the mm-hmm. words that if you're gay, you're going to hell. Right. And she still chose in that moment, most likely knowing I was a faggot, to love and to accept me in that yeah. moment and let me know that it was okay. And right. when I came out, she cheered me on. She applauded me. Yeah. So it's like, because I mean, she, she was just the representation of, family first she loved family so it's like if she can do it a woman that was born in like the 20s yeah my grandmother was very very old if she can do that she can break that stigma it baffles me that so many other people cannot because religion was something that was very important to her but if a family member was gay then a family member was gay it seemed right and as far as i know i'm the only gay male that's out in my father's side of the family like in the history of our fucking family right so it's like it it does baffle me that you aren't able to but you know we'll pray for people like that yeah we'll pray and on that note we're actually gonna take a quick break we'll dive back into the discussion of religion a bit and i have a fun quiz for you speaking of religion so stick around for that (laughs) 
back again. Mm, giving y'all a dose of what's happening. Getting Mother Yes Ghost in the Vatican. Girl, I just realized how, like, intense I was getting right there. I was Honestly, like, I was, I was like, like go, go damn. Ahead, have your moment. Girl, it's your and time. She, and she did. Right. Um, so, since, well, we already know you're going to hell because you like men. But I thought it would be fun to take a quick quiz to see, okay. you know, what quizani.com had to say about you going to hell. Quizani. So we have a quick little quiz for you to take. So okay. let's just say you weren't gay. Okay. Okay. You're not gay. You're not bi. So, you, you don't talk to men in a sexual manner. Oh, so you're not going mean, to hell anymore. No. But let's just see based on your day-to-day life if you'd be going to hell. You ready? Okay. So question number one. Do you bless your food? When I remember, nope, sometimes or faithfully. Do I what? Bless your food. Bless my food. Bless. Bless. God yeah. bless you. Bless you. You bless your food. Like really? Do I? Okay, we're gonna start this over again. Question number one: Do you bless your food? No. Jesus. Do you hold the door up for strangers? No, because people are rude. Very little. Yes or no? Yes. You hold the door for strangers. I do. You going up them stairs, bitch? You gotta work. Do you flush the toilet in public restrooms? Um, oops, no. Only when I remember, whoever doesn't is just nasty. Or yes. Whoever doesn't is just nasty. Have you donated to a canned food drive before? Like once. When I remember to. Or yeah. No. Is that not an option? It's not an option. I guess I just expect, so we'll just say like once. Do you say good morning to your coworkers? No, I don't even like them. Some days... Yes. Some days. Okay. Do you let your kids have seconds to eat? Let's just say you had kids. Of course. No. Sometimes. Yes. If there's some left. Of course. You'd give your children seconds? Yeah, I would. Have you ever stuck chewing gum under a stadium seat? I love how this is deciding if you go to hell or not. Only once? Yep. No. Or yuck. Only once. Yeah, I'm sure you've done it at least once. Do you like kids? No. I don't, I don't have anything against them. <laughs> I don't have anything. Yes, or love them. I don't have anything against them. That's what I said. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Yes, no, or not really? Yes. I don't know why that's a question. Can you have, ready for this one? Can you have fun dancing to Kids Bop songs? They're listening to Kids Bop. I can dance to anything. Um, no. Sure, or yes? Um, no. Have you ever compared someone's someone's looks to a cartoon character? Yes. But wait, the first the first one is LOL. Yes. Uh, me. LOL. That's what yes. I put. I didn't even read the rest of them. LOL. Yes. The fuck. We're horrible. That's why we're going to hell. Could you be famous from creating memes? Yes, I'm pretty funny. No, I don't know. I wouldn't want to. I don't know. Do you shower daily? Shh, no. Yes, several times a day. Yes, like just yes. Yes. Or I try, but no. Yes. At grocery stores, do you yield to pedestrians approaching the crosswalk or speed up so you don't have to wait? Speed up so I don't have to wait. Well, hold on. It's definitely yield. Speed up. It depends on what I have to do. Or, it depends on how slowly they are walking. It depends on how slowly they are walking. <laughs> Have you ever called 911 to help someone else out? Nope. No, but I would. Yes. Or, a few times, actually. No, but I would. 
if someone asked you to hold money that they earned illegally, would you? As long as I get a cut. No way. Maybe. Or depends on who asks. No way. You wouldn't? No. Bitch. Do you assume things about people based on what area they live in? Sometimes. I try not to. No or yes? No. I put sometimes. Rude. On an airplane, would you dig out your extra throw blanket for an elderly person that is shivering? Um, no. That shit's for me. Back up, you old bug. I get it. That's what it says. Back up. It just says, um, no. Uh, maybe. Yes. Or probably not. Probably not. Really? It seems like a lot of work. Right? You ever been in an airplane? Yeah, bitch? girl. They carry on. Uh, is it more important to help others to achieve goals or to achieve your own? Help others? Achieve your own? It depends. Achieve your own. Oh. At a grocery store, someone is paying for something and it's one seventy nine. They forget their They forget their money in the car. Do you volunteer to pay, or do you let them run to their car to get $179? it? One hundred seventy nine. One dollar and seventy nine cents. Oh, I'm gonna pay for it. Just pay it. Girl, it was like hundred seventy. Girl, what do you volunteer at a local animal shelter? No, seldomly or yes. No. You should. Do you stop at a local? Do you stop at a local car wash that kids have for a fundraiser? No. Do they even have those? Like right. realistically. Right. Do you pray or meditate? I do. Yes, meditate. Yeah, it should distinguish it. Yeah. Do you believe in God or a higher being? Yes. Do you visit loved ones' grave sites? Not as much as I should. No, yes, sometimes. No. Does others describe you as positive or negative person? Do others? Mm-hmm. Negative. <laughs> Do you believe in karma? Yes. Are you happy or miserable where you are in life right now? Hold on. Happy? Miserable? The last one is, good question. <laughs> good question. I think good question. <laughs> Do you try to eat healthy? Try is the key word. I feel like a white mom wrote this. Yes, no, or no, but I should. Try, I guess. Try is the key word. Try is the key word. <sighs> so you want your results? Yeah. You are headed to hell. Yay! You live carefree and you have no cares in the ah. world. Your actions generally show no ah. respect for others ah, and you don't live to be happy. You're just living. Oh. Period. There's still time to change things. You are currently hellbound. Karma is real. If you don't change your way soon, you will be living in an earthly hell, per se. Come on. Jesus. You know, I feel like wrote this. I feel like a white mom wrote this. And it's like that white woman that walks into like a pastry store and they see samples and they're like, oh no, I shouldn't. And they're like, oh, I'm so bad. Oh no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I feel like it's that bitch. Religion. We got into it yeah, today. Honestly. Girl, the way we just cut from like being kind of goofy in the beginning, like, ah, to like religion. <laughs> but. There you have it. Is there anything else about Jesus that you want to Jesus. talk about? Um, not that I can say, because I'm not that religious and not knowledgeable about it. So I'm literally like I wa- I've watched a few Netflix documentaries of people that have like survived those really hardcore religious and I say cults, cults like conversion therapy yeah. and stuff. And I'm like the fact that we used to have that at my middle school. Yeah. That should be illegal. Honestly. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start a organization that fights against that. Although there's already like a lot of those, but we're going to start one of our own. Period. 
Awkwardly intense. Sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings. Girl. I'm not, actually. Yeah, but. not at all. You know how many people I'm about to piss off because of the uh, thing I said about black fishing, girl? We'll have a... Maybe that could be our next week's topic. Yeah, maybe. We'll be trying... Never mind. <laughs> Never gonna talk about that, but... Oh. Well, anyways, I think it's been pretty intense on my end. What about you? It's been pretty awkward here. That sh- uh, that's gonna be our closing. I'm decided it's sticking. I like it. It's cute. Oh, well, I'm over it. Me too. Alright, well, till next time, you girls and guys and those in between. Alright, bye. Mwah! This podcast was brought to you by Hard On Productions.